Good evening, I'm Ted Koppel. Surely everyone knows by now that Buckwheat is dead. But for those of you who have not seen the videotape of Buckwheat being shot, let's take a look. Hey, listen to me. It's not that bad. Dude, it's really bad. No, it isn't. Have it you isn't. No. seen with that? Look at that. No, no, I'm You're not telling look me at it. you're going to a hospital. No. What? I, no, no yeah. fucking way. How you? No, How bad no, absolutely. Is it? Kenny, you're okay. Oh my Let's God. go. Rub some dirt on. Let's get back in the Kenny, no, you're going is to be a doctor. Ha- I'm sorry. Don't listen. No, 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 yes, no. Yes, fucking yes. way. No, absolutely not, Rose. Well, he's not going to a hospital. We don't have time for that. Trust me. Okay. Kenny is fine. Snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? Ty Webb. Heavy Longmire. Gustav Mateblanc. Is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second? This is GLK London transmitting on the short wave band on 10.4 meters at a frequency of 250 megacycles per second. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Come on then, Plato, enlighten me. Sweating like a whore in church. Well, we're back, and uh, thanks for coming to hear uh, Can You Hear Me? The podcast with three guys that talk about things. I am Gustav Monteblanc. I am Ty Webb. And I am Heavy Longmire. And as always, you can find us on Twitter. I am Real Gustav. I am Longmire Heavy. I am Muzzy74. Is there a U in there? Actually, there's not. It's just M-Z-Z-Y-7-4. M-Z. Yes. All right. And you can email us at canyouhearmepod at gmail.com. Find us on the interweb at uh, canyouhearmepod.com. Find us Instagram. Find us Tumblr, Pinterest. Maybe we get a Snapchat going or something yeah, like that. Yeah, we need that. And go ahead and just give out Heavy's cell phone number if y'all want to text that us. That is uh, 575 what are you? What's what's coming across the screen here, Heavy? Mariners lead the Rangers four to one, and the hey, don't say the anything about fourth. the basketball game. I'm recording it. Yeah, I don't have their lines yeah, on. Who gives a shit? Anyway, watching that shit. Who gives a shit about the 165 Ranger games? I like the Rangers. There's too many games. There's, There's 162. All right, so big deal. Me and Heavy give a shit. Yeah, that's too many games. That's that's too many games to give a shit about. Well. You know, we got if, lots of shit to give. If your kids had to go, if tell had me to, that when the World Series rolls around, sir. Boom! If you had to go to and the Rangers and the Cubbies are battling it out. Boom! If you had and the Rangers <laughs> defeat once again or defeat the Cubbies once Forget again, rolling. denying them of a World Series. Suck it, Cubs. Anyway, and then. Oh, go ahead. If you had to go to 162 of your kids' games. Oh. Yeah. Well, they're not as good as the Rangers. <laughs> right, that's true. It's a little bit that's harder true. to watch. Oh, my gosh. I, I, Although, I can say having, being a coach, baseball and basketball, after you coach about 10 games, it, I feel like that's equivalent to having to sit through 162. Yeah. I, maybe I'm a bad parent, but I am happy that it is summer. And my kids do not have any games until oh, not, fall. Not doing baseball? Uh, baseball finishes up where we're at uh, at the end of the school year. Oh, okay. We don't have summer. Don't do summer league. One right? of them was tried out for select, and he did not make the team. Gotcha. So, Were you quietly like, yes, in the background? I didn't think he was ready as a player-wise for it, so I didn't think it was time for him yet. Gotcha. But uh, it's – I mean – I haven't got to enjoy it yet because on Memorial Day, my daughter got bit by a snake. Oh, yes. We hadn't talked about that. We hadn't that. talked about that. So um, let me just back it up. So here we are. Uh, I don't travel Memorial Day week usually, so I was looking forward to is a that week. part of the, is a spy union contract? Spy union. You know, if it's a holiday weekend, you don't have to travel. Gotcha. And so I was looking forward to a nice, quiet week of working at home just four days and not having to fly and everything. Saturday before Memorial Day, I mowed the backyard, got it all nice and clean, got them lines like Mrs. Gustav. Oh, yeah. lines. I started to, when you said that you were mowing and the little one got bit by a snake. I started to say, 
did you get those lines good and straight? <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I didn't figure that was proper. First time things drop. first. Yeah, Let's find right. out about those lines. So I, I had proper mowed, to start making jokes yet. I had mowed the backyard and I had the lines looking sharp. All right. And so I, I just like it noted that. Did you notice how heavy slipped in there that? He wasn't going to be making any jokes right off the bat. No, because Heavy would never make any jokes in a serious time. <laughs> it took not. about 30 seconds after he expressed some concern before the joke series started. Right. <laughs> we won't go deep into that one. but All I ask you is if there was any hot nurses. And I declined to answer that during the moment of... Uh, Which that led me to believe, hey, it's not joke time yet. It, so, was, <laughs> it was about... One minute after it let right. us know what happened. Right. You expressed your concern first. Right. He did. And then quickly followed it up so with a nurse. So we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit. So um, I'd mowed the backyard, and my seven-year-old daughter had asked me if we could camp out in the pasture that Saturday night. And since I was going to be home for the week, I thought, why not? Sure. But I need to go mow a clear area for us here. So I started cleaning up a spot in the pasture for us to, to make a camp. And um, she came out in the backyard, was running around with the dogs, and waved at me, and everything's fine. And the next thing I know, I look up, and she is scarlet-faced screaming for me. So I hop off the mower, get up there. She's yelling. She's been bit by a snake. I run her into the house, scoop her up, run her into the house, yell for my uh, wife. She comes and goes full pioneer woman and like, did you suck out the venom yet? Did you? Did she really say that? She did, and she grabbed hold of her big toe and sucked on it and spit. Didn't cut it open or anything, but look out. went into full mama bear mode. Wow. Nice. Um, daughter said it was a brown. She knows that doesn't work, right? Well, you know, it, it didn't hurt anything. Gotcha. True. Okay. I think cutting it open, that does yeah. cause problems. That's not Yes. Good. But I think You're not it's supposed just, to do that. But just in general, it didn't hurt anything. Right. You're not supposed to have anything to eat or drink either. After midnight. No, after you get bit, because it messes up your metabolism. Yeah, and I, there's the there's all kind of things. So she tells me it's a brown snake, and I. And oh, that's when it's like, ah, oh, shit, this isn't a grass yeah, this snake. Yeah, this isn't a grass snake. So I wanted to go find it. Plus, I didn't want this bad snake out in the yard. So Mrs. Gustav took her to the ER. I went in the back. The boys came out, helped me. Finally, I find it. Uh, she got bit on open ground under a hackberry. Okay, so were the snake bite victim and your wife still at the home? No, they, they went on to the ED. They went on to the ER. They headed out, and the boys and I went back in the backyard. Boy, I would wonder how fast she was zipping through town on the I'm way to the sure hospital. I'm sure if she had encountered oh. anything, she would have just flipped in the bird and kept yeah. going. Yeah. It was on open ground under the hackberry. There's no real grass there. Just, you know, not even twigs. Just, you know. Leaf debris. Not, not even leaf debris. Really just kind of like, because it flushes through there with all the rain. Oh, okay. So it's just kind of mud and just yeah. tiny little, tiny twigs, you know. Yeah. Toothpick size type stuff. That's where she said she'd been bit. Or stepped on it, and so I tracked it down, found it finally. It was probably about maybe ten inches long, maybe about as big as around as my thumb at the biggest copperhead. So I broke its back where I pinned it, and I had uh you broke it, but you suplex it. I diamond cut it. Okay, diamond cut that motherfucker. Well, I was poking around. I found it. It had gone back up by the hackberry tree. Use pocket sand. I, I didn't have access to pocket sand because okay. I was in such a hurry. Gotcha. But I had uh, the middle Montablanc child go fetch me an axe. He brings me a hatchet first because I got it pinned down. Mm-hmm. I've got it where it's not moving. I'm like, no, I don't want a hatchet. I want an axe. And so he was had to go. Was this fucker pissed or was it just laying there? He was there? striking like you wouldn't believe. Really? So I'd broken his back probably about halfway back. So he still had motility. Of Motherfucker. The, he was pissed Biting at my me. goddamn daughter. Were you cussing it? I was not cussing it, but because the kids were around. The boys were around. and um, Fucking doing super elbow falls <laughs> yeah, on a snake. Super fly snook off so a limb. Finally, the middle kid brings me uh, an axe, and so I, I cut it uh, and scooped it up in a Tupperware. And I, then I headed to the, to the ER. And so I get there. And I am in full Gustav mode. I'm in Carhartts and dirty and scrubby white t-shirt. You know, I look like a hillbilly. A hillbilly. 
here I come with the snake. That didn't make them happy. But I wanted to make sure that they knew that this was right. Copperhead and this was some serious stuff. So the girl child, her uh, foot swelling up. We finally got a dose of antivenom in her, and then they took her via ambulance down to Children's in Dallas. And uh, so I went home, changed, and got cleaned up, and then got down to meet them at the ER. And I texted y'all, and that's when Heavy checked on us and then wanted to know if there were any hot nurses. <laughs> Immediate. Which well, I, know I need to get down there. Which right? I said I was not going to answer that right now. Right. To his credit, it was two separate texts. Yes, it was not a run-on. Right. She did remarkably well. It took a second uh, dose of anti-venom on Memorial Day to really turn it. Yeah, that's the day I came down. Yeah. She got it that morning, she right? She got it that morning, and it made night and day difference. And so we spent five days down there. And that's a long damn time in the hospital. Yeah, it I is a she long time. Just and she's active to begin yeah, with. Yeah, I bet she was stir crazy. Wasn't she, she was stir crazy. Uh, we were both the little couch pull-out thing. We were, and they were coming in every two hours to check on her and stuff. Mm. So both of y'all stayed the nights. We both stayed the whole time. Those are long days. And yeah. uh, but I will give children's credit. We got past the bad stuff pretty much after that second dose of the antivenom. So after two days, we were past the worst of it. And she was never in serious danger because we got it treated early on and we just had to deal with the pain and the nausea that comes with it. But it made me appreciate how easy that we as a family had it because you would see people that had it much worse yeah, uh, yeah. around you. Sad ass place to visit. And so nothing rips my heart out like sick kids. Oh yeah. No, it's, it's, I, mean, I don't know how, how anybody does that. My, I'll walk in and my wife will be watching some documentary on, you know, some sick children, something. I'm like, oh no, I cannot, I can't watch this. Right. And I, I think it's worse once you're a parent. I think it's easier once, when you don't have any skin in the game, but when you realize how lucky you are. Yeah. Cause, you know, and everybody, nobody has it perfect, but there's always somebody that's got it a lot worse. Exactly. And that's one of those things that as we were walking around, because they give you like a little wagon and we could put her in and take her to the playroom or they had a lot of things that really made it nice. Like she met some clowns and they had like a closed circuit TV studio. Screw that. Yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that when I was meeting the clowns and they're talking to me, I was like, heavy'd love this. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm backing away. Heavy would have, it, it would have been a very big change in mood after Heavy puts one of the clowns in a headlock right. in front of the children. And, <laughs> no, why is he, why is he hurting Mr. Spanky's? He's diamond cutting the clown in front of all the kids. Uh, get back. They had service dogs there and, um, I was amazed. So we told the nurses that we wanted to see the service dogs if they came by. And so circus dogs, service dogs, oh, circus dogs. Okay. And we've talked about the fake service dogs in yes. previous episodes. These were legitimate, the real, real deal. And so they brought this golden retriever in, and she's like, "Do you want him to get up in the bed with you?" And of course, no, oh, Miss Gustav, absolutely, like, absolutely, because our dogs sleep on the beds and stuff. This golden retriever laid down, and you could have poked its eyes out, and it would not have moved. It Those just, things are incredible. Just mm-hmm. sat there and just took it. And we were talking to the handler, and the dog lives with her, and that's just like a... She comes once or twice a week or something? They or work what? there. Oh, she works there full she time. She works there full time. And they had like I think five or six dogs that were full time. They had full time handlers and stuff, and... That was just their whole thing. So they did lots of stuff like that that uh really amazing. Now, the child is there because of a dog bite. May, you may, probably don't want to use don't the, service want the service dog. Yeah, that, if the child is there because of a clown accident, you don't want Mr. Peepers popping in. <laughs> <laughs> Can I come in? No! <laughs> Hell no! Now, another thing they had there, and I don't know if you saw this when you came in. Are uh, the clowns full time? I think they had like a whole crew of clowns, from what I get. Oh, shit. Uh, there was a One giant. One car. Right. <laughs> in the tiny parking spot, compact only. They had a giant train layout. Oh, that's, that I thing stood, is so cool. I stood there and stared at that thing. I was like, I wonder if they'll let me play with it. 
So we made several, once she got, uh, unhooked from the IVs, um, we made several trips down there. Once she got yeah. her freedom, That's she wanted cool. to go. And we met one of the, uh, gentlemen that built it. Oh yeah. And he was probably in his seventies. And I, but he was proud, wasn't he? Super proud. And he wanted to talk to me. And, exactly. I, and I was interested because yeah, I, I appreciate it. The girl had said something about it. I said, I used to have trains. And I said, she said, well, why don't you have them anymore? And I said, because they're addictive. And I know that I didn't end up having to build a building and have something like this. And that guy had started building that back in the 80s. Wow. And so. There? On there, site? On site. Wow. So I figure. So that was 40 years ago almost. Is he completed? I, He's I, probably one of those things you just constantly add on to. Yeah, I think so. It is Change impressive. it up. Because he was talking about how uh, when WrestleMania came, they got new wrestler figures, and he had to put them in the exact right spot so the scale would look okay. Right. Yeah. So anyway, he was really cool. Scale is important with Marvel Train. Absolutely. He showed us stuff, so he was very proud of what it. What scale I, is their set? It was multi- multiples. I think they had different trains and stuff. Gotcha. Uh, Gauge-wise, I want to say it was like N-Gauge or something. I don't know. Okay. It was the bigger. It wasn't the standard Lionel HO. Right. I don't want to talk too much out of turn. Anyway, five days. We got to come home. She came home with a walker. Now she's getting around. Good deal. Walking without the walker. She has to wear a slipper because there's still a little bit of damage to the toe, but she'll heal up. She's sassy, and I'm more vigilant right now out in the yard every time I go you out found there. any more snakes? I have not found any more. I bet the other ones got the message when they saw you over there drop-kicking their cousin. Yeah. Uh, Diamond-cutting you know, diamond his ass. Over the years, we've been there for 10 years at that spot. I've killed one big copperhead in the backyard, which we dissected at a little homeschool field day with that. Mm-hmm. Hey. Several chicken snakes. Yeah. And I think I killed another a small copperhead out front one time. Overall, I don't think that's too bad. Yeah. That's the first person that I could remember getting bit. But then my mom started rattling off people. And I forgot that our friend, uh, backdoor guests are always best. His mom got bit by a copperhead. Oh yeah, that. yeah. I forgot about that. So she brought. She that was up. mowing. Yeah, <laughs> she was. She was on the riding mower down by the pond mowing because she was scared of snakes. And when she went down there fishing, mm-hmm. she wanted to have a clear area where she could fish so yeah. the snakes wouldn't bother her. She steps off the lawn mower down by the pond and the damn copperhead bit her. Irony. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we got lots and lots of. Uh, Prayers and positive thoughts. People on Twitter, people on Facebook. My mom was posting things. And, uh, of course, you two, Heavy came down and brought a bunch of stuff because he wanted to clean out his garage. Yeah, I had to get rid of that shit. We man. donated. I don't think she needed the power tools. But well, we, you never know, you never know. when a skill saw is going to come in. Here. We donated. That blade's bent, though. Yeah, it's Make right. sure you replace that. We donated several things out of that to the hospital to give them well good because i felt horrible coming up in the elevator and there's this little kid beside me you can tell's going through a hard time and they're peeking in the bag and i'm like you know right chewing the them away yeah. like, look i've only got eight barbie dolls and right. 10 sets of hot wheel cars in here kid. and this weed eater right and and this and this giant rooster with an yeah. American flag. Well, we, good. I'm glad y'all donated. Yeah, we stuff. we didn't we didn't I couldn't get rid of many of the Barbies, but yeah, I figured those would be a hit. But we got I think I split off about half of it. Yeah. So they were very appreciative. So thank you and Mrs. Longmire for that. Uh, I had a a very uh, heartwarming thing. Uh, the uh, T-shirt rules guy from uh, LFTP one family mm, okay. offered to come and bring me food if I needed it. Nice. I mean, that's, you know, and I thought generous. that was really cool. Um, so, uh, he, uh, just out of nowhere, just, you know, DM me on Twitter and said, Hey, I've been there. If you need me to do anything. So that was Very really nice. cool. Very nice. So we've Very got nice. some, uh, it's kind of neat. And I know we've talked about this kind of, uh, Clay mentioned it when he sent us the stickers, how that all of this has kind of come out of, um, the IJB Dragon Brag kind of world. This is all kind of yeah. sprung up. This kind of community. We're all I, one big happy family. I don't think that the Mikes or uh, Jake and TC give a shit about that. But no, they amongst don't. us, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. So anyway, I want to thank everybody. You know, 
everybody was always checking on us and giving us, a, you know, encouragement. So I, that really means a lot because it was a long five days. Oh. I can't fathom. And uh, and like I said, you know, I'm lucky. Mrs. Gustav is a nurse and was giving them hell. I'm glad you were at home when it happened. I'm glad I was yeah. at home too. Yeah, and not stuck up in the yeah. northeast somewhere because uh, that would have been terrible. I, I've had to come home in a hurry before, and that's relative, you know, because it's like, can you get a flight? Can you? Mm-hmm. And then you still got to fly three or four hours and then drive another hour. When uh, little Miss Gustav was, before she was born, I got a call saying, you need to come home because she's not doing well. So I had to run to my hotel, throw my stuff, and one of my friends drive me to the airport, and I got the first flight home, and then we had to take her by C-section the next day a month early. Yeah. And that was the longest Ugh. six hours I've ever had travel. You know, so. And that, that's the only unsuccessful spy mission you've got on your docket. I guess it? so, yeah, yeah. Had to abort that mission. Some and lucky son of a bitch just lived. Got to live. That's, it was, uh, it was a dark live. day in my career. So anyway, but, I we're over it. We're past it. I am gonna, you know, try to get out there and, Hunt through and see if I can't find any more copperheads and suplex them. All in all, it turned out about as good as it could have. Oh, it really did. And she's got a kick-ass story. Yep. She's yeah. real matter-of-fact about it right now. I got bit by a snake. When I remember when I came down there to see y'all that Monday, because I've never seen a poisonous snake bite victim. And uh, so I was checking it out, looking at her foot and stuff, and... I looked at her, and you know, you tell her she was feeling good because she was just her normal little yeah. sassy, snappy self. And I said, uh, I looked at her, I said, did it give you any superpowers? And she was like, <laughs> what? I said, well, you know, that's how Spider-Man got to be Spider-Man. He got True. bit by a snake. I mean, got bit by a spider, you know. Did you get any superpowers, you think? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, she, she, she made several, you know, we knew... She, we knew she was going to be all right because I got a text from Mrs. Gustav um, on the ambulance ride down. Once the antivenom was going, it started making her feel somewhat better, and she was complaining about how the ride was boring. No. She was strapped down across her chest on the gurney, and there wasn't anything to do for the hour drive. And so I asking to make a stop by Waterburger. Right. Can I get a chocolate chip cookie? You know, and so she, I knew it was going to be all right, and. I could gauge how well she felt by how much sass and how much that's not funny, daddy type stuff. Right. Which we all know, you know, you make the joke, your daughter doesn't, your daughter's your worst critic. (laughs) The, uh, well, this made me think, and I posed this question to y'all, I think I'll ask it here. As fathers, which obviously a bite from a poisonous snake is reason to go to the doctor immediately. Yeah. But, do you find, I mean, because growing up, we didn't really, which I didn't get sick much, I don't think. But when I was sick, I mean, it took a lot for my mom to haul us to the doctor, you know, mm-hmm. or for dad to, yeah, let's, they need to go to the doctor kind of thing. Have y'all, as dads, are you kind of like, eh, let's hold up a little bit. Let's let's not rush to the doctor yet, you know, when the kid gets a sniffle or something like that. Because my yeah. wife will rush them at, not so much anymore. But when they were younger, you know, first sign of a sniffle, well, we need to go to the pediatrician. Well, no, let's just get some medicine first. And how about you guys? Are y'all? Yeah, I would say that my kid's mom is definitely much more on the other end of the spectrum. Sounds like similar with you than I am. I mean, I'm much more likely to say, you know, if it's not an emergency, then... Let's try to take care of this at home kind of thing. I mean, of course, they're going for all their checkups exactly, and their preventative exactly. and all that stuff. But, you know, I'm more of a wait and see type yeah. on something that's not obviously right. serious. Right. Whereas mom is more like, let's just go and make sure. Yeah. Or let's just, you know, let's go ahead and go get it taken care yeah. of. And, I mean, I don't know if that's a mom-dad difference universally, but... I mean, it's that way for us. It sounds like it's that way for you guys, too. Well, my question is always, no, how much is our copay? And let's, <laughs> exactly. let's, let's hold well, up on that. You know, the insurance definitely is a... It plays a role. Well, that's the first thing I thought of when you said you were down there for five days. Like, damn, he must have good insurance. 
It's, it's, they would they would have kicked our ass out by now. It's, it's, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's not as good as it used to be. Used to be if we had an inpatient. You don't study, get a clown, sir. <laughs> my my insurance last year. If you had an inpatient stay, you paid a hundred dollars. Oh wow, that was it. That's amazing. Now this year it went to a health care savings plan. Yeah. and all yeah. that BS. I, I'm, I'm a fan of the health care savings. If plan. If it was just me, that would be great. Yeah. Now we have several things amongst the family members other than me that require things, so we will definitely hit our out-of-pocket maximum this year. Yeah. Which I fully funded the health care savings and the flexible, so I think yeah. I've got it offset if I, you know, make it through the whole year of work. But right. uh, I, Mrs. Gustav is a nurse, and Mrs. Gustav knows way more shit than I do. Yeah. So I oh, defer everything medical to her because she's more right than I am. Gotcha. And uh, you don't even need to go to the doctor then. Well, you got a nurse. Look, we have. I I've given her IVs when she needed them. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever told y'all this. So that's illegal, know. isn't it? No, no, not at all. Not here. Okay. So okay, here's the deal. You can't buy IV fluids in the United States without a prescription. So like, you can't go online and go to Bob's. Uh, ambulance service. Bob's House of IVs. Bob's House of IVs and in, order in America. And order, or even order, order saline. Okay. You can't even order saline back. Trust me. We've tried. We have tried because I needed that for my emergency preparedness stuff. But you can order it from Canada if you're willing to pay the shipping. Good old Canadians. So I bought plenty of plain old saline because if you've been throwing up and you're dehydrated, maybe you need some saline. Maybe you're in shock and we need to get your volume. Volume back up, you know. You Maybe have to pay as curious. You have to pay as much for the shipping as the actual bag of saline costs. Right. But since you can't buy it in the just US, salt water, you can make just your salt own. Salt water, yeah. You just make it your own. Yeah. Anyway, at home. We <laughs> are hey, in it. just so you just so you hear this and you know when I'm passed out and Heavy is trying to IV me up with one of his homemade bags <laughs> of saline. Say something. I don't step want, in. Don't let any of that shit into my body. Right. So could you imagine what his bag would look like? He'd be like a... Uh, It'd just be a, a Ziploc a, freezer bag. Shit, wouldn't even tied be up to the top with a rubber band. It'd be a Kroger bag. <laughs> Hanging off a cedar post. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I defer to her, and she's right, and I'm probably wrong. I do think it's a guy thing, a dad thing, because if you think back to our youth, how involved was your dad in your medical care? Uh, he was not. And I admit that that's partly a generational thing. Yeah. Because we've yeah. already talked about how the role of the dad in 1980 yeah. is completely different than the role of the dad in 2015, 2016. Well, the only time that my dad ever showed any, and this is how I knew that Shit, I might really be sick. <laughs> when he showed any concern, it was when we came back from National Jamboree. Yeah, when you were dying. Not, what was that, 89? 89. And uh, about a day after we got back, two days, something like that, I got sick. Like throwing up, just bad sick. And uh, fever, throwing up, diarrhea. Well, I stay in bed for about three days, and I... Do not quit throwing. I mean, it's just, it's awful. Fever is through the freaking roof. And, uh, well, finally on that third day, I remember dad coming in. He's like, you've been in bed three days. Are, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, like, no, nah, I'm just, I'm, we need I'm going to need you to mow the yard. Yeah, you're right. We got hay to haul, you know, <laughs> hay's ready to cut. Here's some potted meat. Yeah. Uh, he's like, well, do you need to go to the doctor? Do I need to take you, to, do I need to take you to the emergency room? And that's when I was like, whoa, that emergency room wasn't in our vocabulary, right, yeah. you know. And uh, I was like, I like a compound fracture and I like, have to go. He's like, I said, I don't think so. He's like, Here, stand up. So I start trying to stand up and I, I can barely walk. So he puts my arm over his shoulder and I can remember walking down the hallway. He's like, we're going to the ER and just bouncing him us. Bouncing wall to wall, going down the hallway. He loads me up, takes me to the ER. Uh, they can't figure out what's wrong with. It. Takes me to the our local hospital, right? And uh, they start running some. Which tests. is also a vet clinic, right? <laughs> they start running some tests. 
I come back positive for. It's got the same saloon door that the pizza place stripper. Pizza strike. Right. You're barking in the next room over. There's <laughs> dehorning somebody. Right. And, uh, well, my tests come back positive for West Nile, not West Nile, uh, Lyme. Lyme disease and Rocky Mountain spotted fever. Mm. And I'd been having a. And gonorrhea. And, yeah, syphilis, the works. It was, you know, the, uh, so I was sick. I stayed in the hospital about a week. I think the doctor kind of got on to my parents for letting me lay there dehydrated <laughs> for, for three days, you know. And, uh, well, we didn't know he was that sick, you know. And, uh, but yeah, that's, that's the only time I've ever been in the hospital. So, uh, before he got sick, we'd been to National Jamboree and Scouts. And to this day, uh, unless, I'm making out with you. I don't want you drinking after me, and I don't want to drink after you. Right. But this son of a bitch loved to drink after anybody in the world. And he would always be like, I'm always odd, thirsty. Give me a drink. Give me a drink. To do. And I'm like, no. And I have a picture somewhere. It might have burned up in the first barn fire. But it's a him hunched over with my. It was a bit at this point. Water bottle. I, I knew he hated it. Yeah. And he's like, you know, trying to give me Lyme disease. Yeah. Yeah, the old Lyme disease. It was not, which I thought, I don't, I'm still not sure that was a correct diagnosis. Well, I'm not convinced. You, you didn't die, so who yeah. cares? I can say I had Lyme disease, though. Yeah. Yeah. So that could be why I have such joint issues now. It could very well be. It might also be a shitty football program treating your body like hell. Yeah, yeah. it could be that. It could be about 50 pounds overweight. That might also be uh, a certain factor. Yeah. I, I think in general, I don't think... For the most part, dads are the best judges of health care. Yeah. When uh, our youngest daughter, when she was a baby, she's maybe a year, you know, still in diapers. That kind of, you know, kids are always getting diaper rash and all that kind of stuff. Well, she had this little spot pop up on her left butt cheek, which we're, you know, you put diaper cream on it and all that kind of stuff. And uh, well, it doesn't get any better. My wife's like, you think we need to go to the doctor? I was like, no, we don't need to go to the doctor. Just put some... Put, back, some put some bacterin some on it and put some bacterin on it. It'll be all right. Let the dog lick it. And, uh, well, it keeps Grab getting... some saline out of my bag. And right. And put, some snuff, cedar put some snuff juice on there. Hey, that stuff works for... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we rock on a few days and it's just getting worse. Well, it's like, I really think we need to take her to the pediatrician. I'm like, all right, I'll take her. You know, I don't think we need to, but okay, we'll do it. I take her over to the pediatrician, the next town over, and uh, <laughs> the uh, pediatrician takes a look at it and says, "Oh, yeah, we need to, uh, we need to get this taken care of." It was ended up being staff, mm. and I said, "You know, by this time it, I mean, it was hot and it swole up. You could tell it just Hurt. like it needed to be popped." Yeah. You know, and I said, "Well, can't you just lance it here?" And, <laughs> You know, drain it. Because, again, I'm thinking, you know, cost. Yeah. How, how and, much uh, for the Lansing? <laughs> right. And, uh, Can I, I see your menu? It, it, <laughs> let me use your scalpel. I'll do it myself. Yeah, I know is there, do is it. there a uh, and, uh, do it yourself discount? Right. <laughs> you can coach me through it. Can, you know. Hand her uh, this leather strap while <laughs> right. I'm uh, But anyway, I say, can't you do it in here? And she looks at me like I'm an idiot. She's like. About two days ago, I probably could have, but not now. We're going to have to admit her, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, Lord. Fuck. And uh, so. Dollar I, signs are just rolling yeah, in your head. Yeah, dollar signs are rolling. And then I have to make that phone call to Miss Longmire. Well, yeah. And about, eat some shit. And Miss Longmire says, well, can't she do it in the office? In her office? And I was like, no. She's like, well, why not? <laughs> You were trying to avoid that. And I wanted to say, because well, she doesn't know what she's doing. Right. She and I was like, well, she said a couple of days ago she probably could have, but not. She said, what? She said. <laughs> that was yeah. the end of you ever winning that argument yeah, for the rest okay. of your life. Well, anyway, so they lance this thing, and they, I'll never forget this. They come in the next morning. I think we spent two days over there or something like that. They're changing the gauntlet. They're unpacking it. Right. And it was like a freaking magic show trick. Uh, they pull it out. The amount of gauze that yeah. they pulled out of this mm-hmm. nine month old baby's butt cheek. You yes. know, just keeps on pulling out. And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. And uh 
She's seven. She still has a little scar on I her bet. butt from that. You know, it's just a line where they had to cut her on the Thanks, ass. Dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So uh, so so so, many, so, so at that point, since then, have you heard? You remember that time with the staff? right? Mm-hmm. Oh, like the, like the time you were right about the, about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, in a couple of weeks ago, my wife showed me this spot on her arm. She's like, is this like a mosquito bite or is that a chigger bite that's gotten bad or what is that? And I was like, I don't know, something, some kind of bite. A couple days later, she's like, look, this is getting worse. Look at it. What do you think that is? Which she's a, a worrier about that. She grew up with medical. Her mom was a nurse. Her dad is in the medical field. They were at the, you know. Right. You go to the doctor. Get yeah. that stuff taken care of quick. I said, just put some Neosporin on it. It'll be all right. Well, it's been about a week and a half. We've pretty much determined it's a. It's yeah, it's a brown recluse bite that, that which it's not full on. Which everybody thinks you get bit by a brown recluse, your arm's gonna rot off. That's not the case. It, every once in a while, that'll happen. Not like you need to go to the doctor, you know, get you it know, checked but out. But not not everybody that's gonna that gets bit by a brown recluse is gonna react like that. It falls into the heavy book of no big deal <laughs> medical issues. Right. So she's like, I, I I think I might need to go to the doctor. What do you think? Which my honest reply to her is always, I don't know. What I mean, it's your body. What do you think? Our bodies ourselves. And How many I'm, times I'm a male. Have you made that statement. Yeah. And uh, but anyway, I said, I, let's just have you. St- are you still been putting ointment on it? This point on it. She's like, yeah. I'm like, well, let me let me go down to the drugstore. Let me look around. See if I can find something else. How much is our copay? <laughs> <laughs> and, Determine it's gonna cost like 120 bucks for the because it's a you know it's one of those there is no copay you play with your flex spending account right. yeah. which we've already blown through kind of thing. I get the cross text of one of these from him. Yeah, I'm, I've done I've done some research online. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to t- text her and I accidentally text Gustav. He texts <laughs> he texts me back a picture of Doctor Red Duke. He's yeah, like, thanks, thanks Doctor Red. And, uh, that Red Duke reference was genius. The, uh, so anyway, instead of the $120 office visit, I opted for an... A one-armed wife and a... I opted for an $8 bottle of Campophonique, and I have cured the brown recluse bite. We are on the men's. Are we? We are. That is bragging montage right there. Yeah. So if any of you listeners... Have any no. medical emergencies? <laughs> no, 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 no. If you need medical advice, oh my gosh, you could not come to a worse on person. whether you need to go to the doctor or not. And legally, you know, do not respond it, to this. Hit me up on Twitter. <laughs> hit me up on Twitter with your medical emergencies. <laughs> if I'm asleep, I'll, I'll get back to you tomorrow. I'll diagnose you real quick. Hey, see what we need to do. It's his own version of Teladoc, because he was right. talking about <laughs> Twitter Doc. Twitter Doc. And I can guarantee you that there's going to be three responses that come up quite often. One is Neosporin. Yep, Neosporin. Two is going to be. I'm guessing some other kind of balm or camp opening or something. Gold star ornament, probably. Gold blue star. star. Blue star, yeah. Blue, blue star. star. And uh, too bad we don't still have the back team. Yeah. Or uh, or just pee on it. Yeah. I was going to say three is going to be just, let's just wait and see. Right. Yeah. Right. Just wait and see. Didn't, so, didn't y'all use the, I mean, back teen was the universal solvent at our house. Like you spray it. You spray back teen if you get a cut or something like that. Like, How about monkey's blood? Yeah, we had mercurochrome. We, we didn't. We used. We didn't keep neosporin growing up. Ours was. It was. And this is part of the reason you didn't tell mama when you got hurt. Straight up alcohol. Oh well, that back teen felt about the same. Yeah, the back teen. You get stings. that stuff sprayed on there, and it, it was. It'll wake you up. You know, you but wreck no, your you, bicycle when wearing shorts, and you get your knees all skin up. Mama's gonna clean that off with a cotton ball and alcohol. <laughs> You won't be reporting any more skin needs. Hell no. That's oh. when I started wearing bandanas like that kid from, what was the kid from, uh, on that show with Nell Carter. Give me a break. Give me a break. Give me a break. <laughs> Joey. Joey. Yeah. Whoa. It was Joey Lawrence. Yeah, was little, yeah that's when I started yeah. wearing bandanas like Joey Lawrence. Oh my gosh. So we got, we got an email here, um, people think he started that fad. It was actually it me. It was you okay. yeah. in rural North Texas. We got email from the fake Bailey J. Hey. 
And she said, uh, and this is a response to our Lizard Men episode. Oh, okay. I had to give this latest episode with the Lizard Men and all a second listen. Excellent discussion, boys. I missed some of the finer slash funnier points because I was laughing the first go-round. I do not discount any of the conspiracy theories. In fact, I encourage them. Your kind words were certainly appreciated, but I still hate most people. No. So, thank you, Bailey J. Thank Um, you, thank you. Fake Bailey J, I should say. I, I noticed that Jim Norton. I love her voice. Has a uh, yeah, read sure. read that tweet in her voice or read that email in her voice. I can't do her voice. She has a sweet voice. But I'll Skype her and let her read something. Have her give you a, a line or something. There you go. Do you have anything in particular you'd like her to recite? Oh, I bet he does. <laughs> <laughs> the comedian Jim Norton has a show, I think, on the Vice Network or something online. Where the real Bailey J, the transsexual porn star, is his sidekick. So I was telling the fake Bailey J about that. And she's like, the real one? And I said, yeah, the real one with a pointy dick, not the fake one with an engorged clit. And so <laughs> oh, like, God. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Point taken. Point taken. I think in general that she is a sweet voice girl, but she's she just doesn't like people. Um, There was one time. Who could blame her? She right. and I, and I think part of the fact that people gravitate to her is because she does wear her hair funky colors and stuff, and they think it's kind of cute. You One know? of those people whose look says, hey, look at me, but in real life, hey, leave me alone. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And she has lots and lots of very of colorful tattoos and things. And, and a fan of the crazy socks. And a fan of the crazy socks and the funky shoes. Well, when we ran, and maybe I told this story, when we ran Tough Mudder, we were on the bus going, you had to park a long way away, like a mile or two away from the site. And so people... warm-up walk for yeah. the... Well, you, they put you on a bus. Oh, okay, I got And you. took you over there from the thing. And so Mrs. Gustav and Fake Bailey J and her partner and I were on the bus. And Fake Bailey J and I had these t-shirts that she had made for us. They were bright orange. And mine said, I'm here. And her said, I'm queer. <laughs> and so the other girls, Mrs. Gustav and FBJ's partner, were not dressed in matching clothes. So, right. But here she and I are. And with the I'm queer shirt, these co-eds from, uh, we were down at the Austin one. I assume they were from UT. They're like, you know, I experimented a little bit with one of my sorority sisters one time. Hey. Just, just telling her this stuff in public, you know, just like, it's okay. Do I, you have that on film? And so, and she's just kind of like, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, you know, you could just tell it was killing her, but people just want to talk to her because yeah. she is so, you know, cute and bubbly, even though, you know, nobody, she don't want to talk to anybody. Right. So as we're running the race, people will like run by us and like, hey, we support you guys. All right. <laughs> like I'm running for gay rights all of a sudden. <laughs> and um uh, such a, a great such courage a Seinfeld episode. And the Tough Mudder is a very I've been running at least a ten mile, maybe sometimes like a thirteen mile run each week in the trails up I was up in Michigan at the thirteen time. at once? Yeah, at once. Fuck that. Because it was I knew it was gonna be about eleven or twelve miles. So I'd been training pretty hard, and I was in pretty good shape for it. Like Rocky Balboa training? Yeah, in, in Rocky Four. Yeah. yeah. Not not the first three, but the first right. one. So in our, uh, Fake Billy J hit the... in Michigan, so it's cold, so you can do those No, it, it was summertime, so it was yeah. nice. Russian workouts, yeah. like on... Uh, we were... Chopping wood. We'd been right. working, and we felt pretty good about ourselves. And I swear there were some people that looked like they just got up off the couch after eating a bunch of Funyuns to come run it. I mean, it was, there would be people that made you look like svelte. I'm you pretty know. goddamn svelte. Yeah, he, he tossed you clearly under the bus on yeah. that. Well, I'm just saying, there were some, some folks that had not been training. I was at the pool the other day. Yeah. <laughs> Put that on the list. <laughs> Took my shirt off and I had plenty of people looking at me. <laughs> That doesn't necessarily indicate one sweltness. <laughs> I laid there listening to my rain, put my earbuds in, listening to the Ranger game, and laid out in all my glory. <laughs> did you have someone rub cocoa butter on you? No, I did it myself. <laughs> and just I, a stick of butter. <laughs> right, just margarine. <laughs> he took blue your tub down there. Yeah. The, uh, no, I had bought, because I got burned. 
I had bought some Hawaiian tropic something or another. Which, you know, it tell me this wasn't, does this remind you of childhood? And I still think like this. And so, oh, God damn it. And my wife is <laughs> like, uh, Mrs. Longmire's like, no, that's not, that's stupid. That's not the way you're supposed to do it. My thought is, this time of year, you get your first sunburn on. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that's that. That's going to peel off. You got to get your first burn out of Get your first burn. It's going to peel, then you're good for the rest of the summer. Now, you used to be, and you're still fairly. I used to be very oh, dark. He yeah. was chocolate. Oh, he was Mr. The Tan Bronze yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. I was darker than two of the black people in my, in, our, in my class. You were, you were extremely chocolatey smooth. Yeah. And, uh, but that's my thought on it. So I'm rubbing on, uh, Hawaiian Tropic tanning oil. Right. No. No SPF. No SPF. In fact, it's like negative SPF. Yeah. yeah. It's like just rubbing straight baby oil on Well, my, my belly <laughs> has not seen sun in a while. That kind of sun. Uh, Holy shit, man. That's son of a bitch. <laughs> it purple the next day? Oh, for about three, which I, I kept. Putting lotion on, I, you know, for the few days afterwards, I was like, this just shit hurts. Just get you and, some uh, camp open eat. Right. The, uh, right. And, uh, still, I never peeled. I kept it greased up good. But, uh, yeah, I got my first burn on. But do you remember that as a kid? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That oh, was. Yeah. Got to get that first burn out of the way. Right. Then you're good. Then you're good for the rest of the summer. It's amazing how much that's changed in our lifetime. Because there was no SPF when no. we were kids. No. I remember the only people, and you would laugh at them thinking they were. Pussies or something like that. There'd be the one kid at the pool whose mama would, you know, yeah. he'd zinc be doused up with that zinc oxide yep. white paste on his damn nose. That kid stood out. Yeah, yeah. that kid yeah. stood out. <laughs> Meanwhile, our parents are dropping us off for about ten hours up yeah, there at the pool. Exactly. Like, hey, just don't drown. Yeah. <laughs> Opens at noon. We'll be back at dark. Exactly. <laughs> you know. I mean, how many days in the summer did we spend up there all day long? God, yeah. And uh, never sunscreen. Yeah, never, yeah. It wasn't sunscreen. No, it, thing. Didn't, it wasn't, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, my wife tells me that's not the way to do that now. Yeah, I, I have to, you know, I'm, I'm pasty white except for my farmer tan areas. And it's just, I, I, there's parts of me that haven't seen the sun I don't know when. I would be a nudist, though, so, you know. Uh, if I'd ever do, I'll just have to SPF uh, heavy on the on the butt cheeks. You yeah, know? be sure and get your taint. I yeah. don't know if my taint's gonna get make con- sun content. Well, you don't you know exactly know. what kind of calisthenics you might be doing. Right, never know what kind of fun and games might be had at the nudist colony. I'm down with that. Could you imagine a sunburned taint? I got too much well, hair. Well, now on the taint. I'm gonna have to because you mentioned it. Right, too much. I got too much hair. I'm I'm I've already got a pelt. <laughs> a hair, a hairy taint. I'm like a satyr. He's got a taint from, merkin. <laughs> from, the, from the waist down, I'm very goat. <laughs> little pan flute. Do you remember the Buck uh, Rogers where he went to the planet where the virus made all the men turn into uh, satyrs? No. That's on, uh, that's on YouTube. I never watched you Buck Rogers. That was awesome. Aaron oh. Gray was hot. Oh. Aaron yeah, Gray hot. might be on the Mount Rushmore. She was the mother on Silver Spoons, wasn't she? She wasn't the mother. She was the uh, girlfriend. 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 Yeah. Okay. Of the dad. Okay. How kick-ass was the Silver Spoons house? Oh. oh. Arcade. How bad did train? you want to be? Rick Schroeder. That kid. I mean. Yeah. What was his name? It was Rick. It was Rick. Okay. Yeah. I love it when they do that where... The TV show has the kid, you know, is the yeah. person's real name. Yeah. yeah, makes me feel good. That was a that was a good show. What was that? Aaron Gray was. Who's the dad on that? Did he do anything else after that? I don't know if Very he did. Very generic. Anything. Yeah, yeah, just a dude. Just a dude. Just a dude. And that was also the first sighting of uh, what was the guy on uh, Alonzo? Alonzo, yeah. Alonzo. Uh, the uh, what's his face? It was uh, Carlton. Alonzo Morning. No, no. no. On uh, Fresh the, Prince. Carlton on Fresh oh, Prince. Oh yes. Not that I ever watched Fresh Prince. I didn't either. He does uh, America's Funniest Videos now. Oh, he? really? I didn't know. Yeah, that. which I liked the other dude. I remember him doing the Michael Jackson. Bob Saget? The guy after Bob Saget. Tom Bergeron? Yeah, I like yeah. him. I like Bob Saget. I like Bob Saget. Dirtiest stand-up I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, God. he is. He's crude. It's nothing he's like though. his. It's nothing like his full house years. Well, he was doing stand-up Well, it's nothing like time. his full house shtick, yes. I will say. Because I remember uh, our... The general's best friend growing up, he had a Bob, he recorded, because he was one of those kids that had HBO, uh, you know, when nobody else did. Yeah. 
and he recorded Bob Saget during the Full House years, and it was just like, you know, stick a toothbrush up, a toothbrush up my butt, and we're like, holy shit, this is the same guy that's yeah. with Uncle Joey. And Speaking of HBO in the old days, you had HBO growing up, didn't you, at some point? Yeah. Was it the old silver box? Oh, yeah. Do you remember, you know, in the winter, you'd walk, because you had to put the TV on channel he had to, we had no remotes. So he had to walk up and put the TV on channel three, and then this silver box that you had to f- flip this little switch over to get HBO, and in the winter time, walking across the carpet and walking up to touch that metal box. It was a guarantee. That thing, sparks would fly when you got about three inches from it. That elect- electricity would, me and my brother used to have contests. We'd sit there and rub our feet <laughs> on the carpet. <laughs> And uh, see who can make the longest arc to the HBO box. Yeah, that thing would knock the piss out of it you. It was a sacrifice if you wanted to watch it. Yeah. Make, we all had the shag. Yeah. Make, I, I'm. We don't have any carpet in the house. It's all hardwood and stuff. I do miss the shag carpet. I have, we have carpet in our closet, but the whole rest of the house is hardwood. I miss carpet. I like, I mean, I don't miss having to vacuum that shit. Yeah. But I'm a, I'm a big proponent of laying in the living room floor, watching your belly rub, watching TV, getting that hand job. Then, uh, <laughs> you know, can't do that on a hardwood floor. That shit hurts. I'm pretty sure that you laying in the floor right now, even with carpet, would hurt. Might. I'm pretty sure. Might. We got all them damn dogs. I, it, a carpet would just be, oh. it'd be ruined. Can't imagine that. All right. Well, folks, I think we've come to the time where we say goodbye. So thanks again for listening to us. If you've got fond memories of shag carpet or hand jobs, please let us know at canyouhearmepod at gmail.com or tweet us, and we will talk to you soon. Adios. Bye. This farmer and this housewife don't realize it, but they all depend on zinc oxide in their daily lives. But how do I use zinc oxide? If it weren't for zinc oxide, you wouldn't have that bar of soap. The dish towels you use every day. Your toaster. That brassiere you're wearing. Remember, you suck out the poison. What do you do? Suck out the poison. Suck out the poison. Suck out the poison. I will not, I cannot suck anybody's leg who I'm not engaged to. And world-class championship wrestling. I'm Bill Mercer with Jay Sally. Good night from Dallas, Texas.